You're listening to Joel and Felicia Family Values, where we talk about marriage, family, and life. As you're listening, maybe you'll find some similarities. Maybe you'll find some differences. But hopefully you'll find some answers. Let's Let's go. go. Well, hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Joel and Felicia's Family Values. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We are somewhat going to continue talking about what we talked about last time with some of our changes and and why we made the changes and why we, why we felt it was necessary. Yeah, excuse Joel's nasally congestion. Mm-hmm. He's getting over a cold. Got a little bit of a head cold. Head cold. It's always fun, but anyway, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. We've got a lot to talk about. Really, the focus we want to come from this week is kind of something we've talked about a little bit already with just reparenting and kind of a, a notion of the Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, because last week we talked about Megan and Harry. Yeah. And just like them kind of breaking away from like the family mm-hmm. unit. Mm-hmm. And now it's like in kind of in the same vein talking about like just that Peter Pan syndrome of like not wanting to grow up almost, you know, does anybody like remember, I don't know, you just looked this up about like the whole when Robin Williams played Peter Pan. (laughs) Yeah, there's a movie, 93 movie, I think it was uh, Hook and the premise of the story was that Peter Pan had grown up. And he was a lawyer, and he had a family, had kids and a wife, and so Captain Hook abducts his children. So basically, he has to become Peter Pan again and rescue them. But when he goes back to Neverland, all of the all of the Lost Boys are basically under a new leader, and they are really kind of resentful. Rufio, they're resentful of him that. He's left and become an adult, that he'd grown up. It made us think, you know, in the conversation we were having about sometimes with, with, especially with our extended families, our parents and brothers and sisters and mm. aunts and uncles, sometimes when we become adults, adult children of our parents, everybody can be a little resentful of you growing up. That's kind of the thing with, I feel with Megan and Harry. It's not that all of the royal family, all of the princes are not adults they're all adults they have their own lives but then there's a certain degree of expectation well this is what the family does Mm. and not just this is what i do with my family my wife my husband my children but this is what we do as a you know like like Mm -hmm. i said last week the compound Mm -hmm. this is how we do as a compound (laughs) you can't separate You can't make your own decision. You can't branch off. You can't say, I want to live in Canada instead of England, you know. And I think the Peter Pan syndrome is always a thing of not wanting to grow up. And then that always leaves somebody responsible. Mm. You find that Peter Pan, he still was basically responsible for the Lost Boys. We're all going to be kids, but somebody's got to be responsible. Being an adult is really... And acceptance of responsibility of saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to chart the course that God puts before me. I'm going to chart the course that I decide to take. Mm-hmm. And often when we do that, you know, as as a community of people on the earth, well, why are you doing that? Well, what are you doing that I should be doing? You know, why <laughs> you? What, what's the point of that? Why don't you do it like this? Mm-hmm. You know, we all want to have a say 
You know, even with the royal family. Well, why would you do that? Or if it just makes other people feel uneasy because you're doing, mm. you're deviating from what is seen as quote unquote normal That's or right. our normal. You know, it's just, it's like everybody starts feeling uneasy and nobody yeah. wants to yeah. feel uneasy mm. about what's being done. So instead of you making me feel uneasy, why don't you just do what we all do and we That's can all right. just yeah. feel feel okay about it but then there's this unrest in your heart like i feel like i'm not reaching my full potential or i feel like i can't grow here even jesus said you know he could do no great work mm. in his own hometown and That's so he and i mean he eventually went back to die but like during before that he had to leave mm. in order to grow up and even in the peter pan story like, Peter Pan, like, the hook, anyway, with Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, and uh, Robin Williams, like, he didn't grow up until he left Neverland. Mm. That's when he grew up. That's yeah. when he became responsible for, he married, didn't he marry Wendy in the movie? I think so. I can't he, remember. I mean, I Peter Pan was, like, so obsessed. Was he, like, did he marry Wendy? He did marry Wendy. Yeah, so, and he had a crush on Wendy, like, in the stories. So, yeah. But, like, Hook depicts Peter Pan actually actually fulfilling his crush and mm -hmm. marrying the girl of his dreams yeah. and, and starting a family, you know? So. But all of those choices required him basically saying, hey, I love you guys. I, you're my buddies, my friends. We're, we're, we've always been together, but I've got to make some decisions for myself. i got to mm. step out. That's kind of the dilemma that we had and that I think many couples have had over the years with family. Mm -hmm. You know, we made our changes. We sold our house. We moved into an apartment. Why are you doing that? You know, well, you sure? You know, you, know, you need equity. You know, getting mm -hmm. older. You're in your 40s. You, mm -hmm. all, those, all the different stuff. Why, why are you doing that? But it all boils down to you're doing something different. You're making a choice that is completely independent. And, and that makes all of us uncomfortable because we all kind of want to be comfortable. We want right. to follow the line. And then the thing is, like, if we don't do that, you know, eventually we're going to make our kids feel responsible, mm -hmm. you know, to us. Yeah. Responsible to us when we should be letting them go. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm not talking about like kids that are teenagers in your house, but once they reach that point of <laughs> the adulthood mode, which mm. is 18, which you're no longer tried as a juvenile in the court of law, yeah. you know, you are now a young adult and we are still trying to parent young adults yeah. the same way that we want or want it mm. to be parented by our parents, you know, and that I think that goes along with just not adulting because yeah. you ever notice like when you yeah. get around your parents sometimes it's like your your spouse takes a back seat mm. you know that can happen even with your children mm. like when you know we have a son <laughs> that's in college and we have taken a different role with him now that he is a young adult in college than we did when he was a teenager in our home <laughs> so it you know i feel like sometimes when we can't adult as adults, yeah. then it's hard for us to allow our children to adult That's when right. they need to adult. Yeah, we put a pressure on them. I think one thing we said, it's a perpetual cycle of trying to be a child to a parent. 
and you making your kids continue to be children to you and it is a it's it is a cycle and like Felicia said we find ourselves we're trying to be our children to our parents wanting to make them happy and then we begin to make our children feel like they're responsible to always be our children even when they're uh, well in the 30s 40s 50s you know you look out for your brothers and sisters you know mm -hmm. take care of this make sure that I have that make sure you know your sister needs uh, rent money or your <laughs> brothers you know he's out on the street and he needs somebody to take care of him we make our children responsible like we were made responsible and that mm -hmm. cycle continues until somebody decides or you make your children to responsible to you. Yeah, that's right. Well, it makes me feel uneasy when you do this. So mm. I don't want you to grow up. Basically, yeah, I don't right. want you to grow up, make your own decisions, and make yeah. your own mistakes. Mm. You know, mm. so it's, 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 it's like if we're not making our kids feel responsible to, like, um, to each other. Yeah. We're kind of making them feel responsible to yeah. us right. to calm our emotions or calm our yeah. feelings or calm our worries or calm our anxiety. We're making them mm. responsible, which is why it's important mm. when your kids grow up to mm. let them leave home. Yeah. Because if you got a grown child living at home with you, you're sitting up like, hey, you didn't come in on time. Hey, mm, you mm. came in really late. Hey, I smelled alcohol when you came in. Mm, or, hey, what, mm. what, you know, it's kind of like they're grown and you shouldn't be yeah. like sitting up waiting on an adult a to get home That's right. like that. You know, they need to be out on their own and stuff. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's kind of a parenting that you are trying to live through um, your child. You're trying to give to them what you felt like you didn't get. Yeah. And you're overdoing it. You yeah. know, you're being extra, as they would say. Yeah. Dr. Tama has, and we put it down in our show notes, and we'll put it down in our show notes this time. But Dr. Tama with the Homecoming podcast has a podcast um, called Reparenting. And I would refer that um, strongly mm. um, yeah. to anybody listening to this. It's called the Homecoming Podcast. Mm by Dr. Um, Tama, and that's T-H-E-M-A. So, I mean, and it talks about reparenting mm. and learning how to reparent yourself and not make your spouse even responsible. Mm. Yeah, because we often, we, I know, we, With us. on our part, we did that <laughs> quite a bit. And we just, did. And I think especially me, I made Felicia kind of responsible to be my mama instead of being my wife, you know, and just laying back and letting her make decisions, you know, and I just go into work, come home, maybe work some overtime, but not really taking responsibility for for life, you know, we make our our spouse sometimes one or the other, it could be husband to wife, wife to husband. You make them responsible to to raise you or or to be responsible for your lives instead of you being truly co-owners of your your mm. life co-owners of your marriage co-owners of your children you know you're working together you're the ceos together and it's not the the thing of like the pastor and the first lady where <laughs> he's doing everything and she she's just there you know the figurehead but you know you truly co-pastors you know you're co-laborers together like the bible mm, says you know we've learned learned to do that you know when when we talk to our children now it's not just Felicia talking to them. 
We talk to him. And know. I'm not overcompensating. Yeah. If, like, I feel like he's too rough or mm-hmm. he's not overcompensating if he feels like I'm too mm-hmm. rough and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, we don't knock heads yeah. with each other to where we're playing the kids. Yeah, well, I remember a conversation was having about something with the kids on the yeah. table one time. And for some reason, I came to the kids' defense against fallacia you know and so i kind of was basically taking their side which i don't know if it was so much that there was a side to begin with Mm -hmm. but i was just kind of making it seem like she was being too harsh and it made her look bad in front of the kids and so we talked about it later and you know it's kind of like don't come to their defense that way in front of them but it was a conversation that we had to have but at the time i didn't realize that some of my my feelings of well, you always assaulted me, so I know you're assaulting them, mm. you know, verbally or whatever. I had to realize, no, it's not that she, she's always assaulting me, first of all. We're trying to discuss things. We're trying to work through stuff. So. But that's a good example of, like, kind of, like, even a reparenting moment. Yeah. Like, right. well, I know this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to live my feel. I'm going to project kids. my feelings onto my, kids. onto my kids. And, you know, since I can't come to my own aid... I'm going to come to their And then it's like, first of all, as two adults, mm-hmm. I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to come to my own aid. We can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like, once again, like a kid mm-hmm. and like she's my mother, then I'm going to feel like I'm going to respond like a kid. I'm going to act like a kid. I'm going to be defensive like a kid instead of being an adult and saying, hey, well, why do you think that? Or, hey, let's talk about this, mm-hmm. which we have learned to do now. We'll talk about stuff. But I've had to learn, you know, especially as a, a nine on the Enneagram, that my voice is valuable. I can speak up. You know, I can say, you know, it's not her fault if I, if I don't speak up and then something happens and I'm angry about it, but I don't ever say nothing to her. But, but she ought to know why I'm mad, you know. But as nine, sometimes you, you want people to come to you and figure out why you're angry, you know. Mm. So we, we project those things to our kids sometimes that aren't healthy. But it's gotten so much better as we really come out of the Peter Pan syndrome in our lives with our parents that we're able to actually talk to each other more effectively and to the kids. You know, because we're all, they're becoming adults, we are adults, and we're Mm -hmm. all addressing each other as adults. It's so nice to say that, too. Like, we are adults. Yeah. We are adults. And, you know, as saying that, we don't have to answer in any way, shape, or form to our parents yeah. concerning our decisions that's okay for your parents to voice mm-hmm. a concern but it's not okay for you to just take their opinion mm-hmm. or their suggestion because that is all it is going that's to be right. whether they present it as, as truth or bible or not <coughs> it is an opinion and a suggestion yeah you're not going to take that as law you just right. you know um and that it takes a minute to kind of grow out of that because mm. some for some of us our parents marked a sense of safety and yeah. taking care of and we talked today mm. about like not everybody had that upbringing. Yeah. Some people, yeah. you know, like like a couple of my friends have said I was always responsible. Mm. I was always very independent because of XYZ. Yeah. You know, when That'd I was growing up, you know, or they may have had um divorcee parents mm. or single parents and mm. so their lives were a little bit different. But Joel, for Joel and I, we grew up in a two-parent household 
where in a lot of ways, a lot of the decisions were made for us. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that can make it difficult for you to adult as you get older because you are still leaning on the the wisdom of your parents parents. and you know you're not really getting any for yourself you know it's good to get the wisdom of your parents but they're not the only ones with wisdom that's right yeah first of all the bible is full of wisdom we have friends we have resources Mm -hmm. and you know i would i would say i really believe that as as adults it's awesome i mean stuff that you didn't have a choice of as a kid once you're an adult you can make a choice. If you want to live on the street under a bridge, like we said this morning, you can. You know, if you want to be a lawyer, be a doctor, you know, adults are able to make our choices unless we're under some kind of massive oppression mm-hmm. on a countrywide scale or something. Pretty much you're able to make and assert your choices as adults that kids can't do. Mm-hmm. Kids are often a prisoner of their environment, mm-hmm. good or bad. They don't have a choice, you mm-hmm. know. And... I think some of the saddest adults are the ones that, even when they're free, they continue to stay under the slavery of others. I'll use an example. After um, after Lincoln emancipated the slaves, you know there were some places that they went and they said, "Hey, you're free. You're you're free. You don't have to be in slavery anymore." They said there were places that they went that the people said, "Well, we really don't have anywhere to go. We don't know what to do." We'd rather just stay here on the plantation and be under our master because what else can we do? You know, that's sad. But I think sometimes in our modern society as adults, we stay under our masters, which is often our parents or adult figures. Or even we don't know what to spouses. do. Abusive spouses. You know? Oh, very much. Because we, we just, all, in a way, you're wanting that abusive spouse to parent you. Mm. I just want you to be better so I can stay here. Yeah, and often the abusive spouse, I, I, I would say, can feel like a parent because of mm. that controlling nature, mm. because they seem to know what they want, they dominate to to certain personalities that can be somewhat comforting because they feel like this person knows what they want. But then if you're under the abuse of somebody, you know, you you're really setting yourself up for danger, mm. and then you're not letting yourself determine that hey i don't have to be under this that's right i'm an adult i don't have to take this kids have to take abuse sometimes because there's nobody to get them out mm-hmm. adults we don't have to they're vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah but that's one thing as an adult you don't have to stay under that you don't and then there's a vulnerability you know in a marriage that you choose mm. There's a type That's of vulnerability right. that you choose, you, choose. Right. you know, and and those are the ones like in our earlier podcast, mm-hmm. like when we talk about some of the things that we have dealt with, that mm-hmm. we deal with, we choose vulnerability at sometimes when we're working through difficult yeah. situations. And like I said, we'll probably get into it into in mm-hmm. some of our other podcasts, but, yeah. you know, on the road to selling our house, there was conflict. There mm-hmm. was times yeah. where... Well, a time where I was thinking, you know what, if we sell this house, maybe we need to part ways, yeah. you know? So there is a lot of vulnerability that comes into play mm. and a lot of truth telling and a lot of mm. honesty that is involved, <laughs> but you don't have truth telling and honesty with no vulnerability. No. And I know that's something 
that we often hold on to because yeah. we're like, this is the only thing I have left, and I'm not giving it to you. That's right. You know, but you run the risk of losing what you have. Mm-hmm. And maybe you said, I've been vulnerable before, and it bit me in the butt. Yeah. I mean, we all have that story. <clears throat> Even Joel and I have that story. So yeah. Um, just stay tuned. Mm. Stay tuned because we... Like, we really want to see you get all the way through what you started. We really yeah. do. Not at the extent of abuse and it costing your life. Yeah. But we, if it's a matter of just um, attitudes and, mm. and just ways of thinking and believing, I think those things, they can change, they you can. know. And people can change. Mm. And, you know, but I don't think you need to be a child underneath someone's behavior Mm. and so let us recommend also here is another book we'd like to recommend it's the boundaries book Mm. by um dr Dr. henry cloud and john townsend and it's the extended edition you know that is an excellent excellent Excellent. read Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to like the boundaries that you need to set in your life Mm -hmm. you know not just like in marriage, but children, yeah. life, work, work, God even, mm-hmm. you know. So it's an excellent, excellent read. But we could go on and on and on about this. But hopefully you got some tidbits that were, yeah. you know, that was really good for you that you could probably use. What you couldn't use, as they say, eat the watermelon, spit out the, the seeds. seeds. Yeah. But get, you know, and all you're getting, get some and understanding. Understand. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. You can find our podcast here on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and more. If you like what you're hearing, remember to hit subscribe so you'll be alerted every time we drop a new podcast and topic. If you don't mind, leave us a review and let us hear what you think of our content. You can contact us via our email, joelandfalaciafamilyvalues at yahoo.com or DM us on our Instagram at Joel and Felicia Family Values. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, marriage is a journey, not a destination.